When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. David Cutcliffe, uh, he wasn't on the program, but it's taped, and you can go watch that, uh, talked a lot about Todd Helton. Some things I didn't know, David Cutcliffe grew up a big Yankees fan. Uh, David Cutcliffe liked baseball more than football. David Cutcliffe cried when Todd Helton was inducted to the NFL, excuse me, the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's two Hall of Famers, uh, obviously, that he's coached, and it'll be another with Eli joining Peyton Manning, and I'm sure there are others I'm probably forgetting. But the question comes about Todd Helton or Derek Jeter. I am a Yankees fan, and I I know that that fandom can sometimes get in the way. Uh, But, Caleb, you think Todd Helton is far better than Derek Jeter. Let me phrase it this way. You're building your baseball team. And you pick one guy to start your baseball franchise. Is it Todd Helton or Derek Jeter? Your answer brought to you by Sports Treasures, carrying over 5 million sports treasures. And they got some really cool Yankee stuff there, too, by the way. So much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia. They have daily updates. So go to Facebook.com. Follow on Sports Treasures TN, Sports Treasures TN. Hit that follow now. All kinds of follow stuff. But Jeter and Helton stuff as well. So tell me why you think, and I want to hear from the message board. Paul says that was an amazing interview, Dave. Thank you very much. The Orange Lot District is a good name. <laughs> it's a very good name. Um, all right. So let me ask you that. Um, Caleb, The uh, you're taking, I know you're going to take Helton, right? So on the surface, and it's going to be the reason I'm going to say Helton is better than Jeter in a minute, but based on the question you asked, I would never take either to build my team around because I think power is more uh, base hitters. Number two hitters that just get on base are the most, one of the most unimportant players on a baseball team. So I always take power over hitting. So I wouldn't take either if I'm building my team to start, I'll just put that out there. But between the two, I am easily taking Todd Helton easily. No player in professional sports has been more artificially inflated to be mentioned among the the goats more than Derek Jeter has because he played in New York. Okay. Derek Jeter is more artificially inflated than Eli Manning is. All right. I'm just going to say that out loud now because, and I'm just going to point this. 
throw out the rings because I don't care about rings in baseball. We all agree that's the most intellectually dishonest thing to, you could do is judge a baseball player by rings, given the fact that like it's such an ultimate team sport and you can only impact the game so little. And throw out intangibles, actual production on the field. Todd Helton was a better player than Derek Jeter. His OPS, Great. yeah, Todd Helton's OPS was 953 for his career. Derek Jeter's for his career was 817. Yeah, that's right, 817. Now, some of you might come at me and you might say, well, De Todd Helton spent all that time in Colorado. Well, first of all, playing at Yankee Stadium, old or new Yankee Stadium, ain't that much harder for offense. It's one of the most offensive-friendly ballparks there is. Very true. And, Very true. And, and also, away from home, Todd Helton has a higher OPS than Derek Jeter. Todd Helton is... His career away from home is 8.55. Derek Jeter's is 8.01. Todd Helton was better away from home than Derek Jeter. Todd Helton has a better OPS on the road for his career than Derek Jeter had at home for his career. Okay. Here's what I think Derek Jeter brings that I, I don't think that Todd Helton brought to the Colorado Rockies, and I'm not ripping him because he didn't bring it. He didn't have the opportunity. He wasn't in those clutch moments. I believe that uh, Jeter brought that sense of calm in clutch moments. I was I was talking to my son, and when that Chiefs game started against the Bills, I said, "Boy, I just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes even on the road." And I know it was a missed field goal, um, but that still would have just tied the game. I think Jeter brought that. Would Todd Helton have brought that in more playoff situations? I'm not sure, but I think you would have to give me this. When it comes to playing big in the playoffs, Jeter gets the check mark there, right? Not just because of opportunity, Caleb, because he came up big in the playoffs. I mean, he came up big. I can't take that away, but I hate that playoff argument because Helton only got there four times in his career, or he only played in, no, only twice. He only played in two playoff, four playoff series in his career, so it was smaller sample size. And those Yankee teams were loaded. Can you, the, All five World Series titles the Yankees won with Derek Jeter. Can you look at any of them and say if Derek Jeter wasn't on that team, they're not winning those titles anyway? Yes, Honestly. all of them. I think. Oh, all you are them. crazy. You're insane. That team, that, yeah. that pitching staff, the, the Royal Infused pitching staff with Andy Pettit and Roger Clemens, okay, was loaded. And I would say Derek Jeter was part of more choke jobs than he was actual winning. How come Derek Jeter couldn't rally the Yankees to hold on to that 3-0 lead against the Red Sox in okay, 2004? And wait, 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 wait. How come Derek Jeter couldn't oh, rally Mariano Rivera to close out the deal against Arizona in the 2001 World Series? How come Derek Jeter couldn't rally his team to beat the Marlins, a significantly inferior team in the 03 World Series? And you guys are going to cut. And by the way, I swear, if one of y'all comes at me with the whole, but he made that he made that glove flip and that amazing play from shortstop to make the out throw at home. Derek Jeter, statistically, was one of the worst fielding shortstops baseball ever saw, okay? He had no business ever winning any gold gloves. Now, that's because that's what people will bring up at me, that he played shortstop and Hilton. Well, now, that's, that's also debatable because his quickness got him to balls that he didn't, he wasn't able to gobble up. There, he helped, but he did not have an arm. And that was a problem. Derek Jeter was honestly the, the most ridiculous thing the Yankees did was let A-Rod play third, was let Jeter stay at shortstop while A-Rod played third base. It should have moved Jeter to second and A-Rod to shortstop because A-Rod was a better shortstop than Derek Jeter in the field. He was. Like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't argue he was a, he was a better 
all around physical player. I think there is something to be said for having that leadership. And I go back to Todd Helton. Todd Helton was an incredible leader for a guy named Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning cared about learning from Todd Helton uh, while he was still at school. And I encourage you to check out that uh, David Cutcliffe interview. He was um, huge. He was a, a leader. And David Cutcliffe said he'd rather be known as a great teammate than a Hall of Famer. So I'm not trying to sell Todd Helton short, but I think there is an intangible leadership. Now, you may think it's worth less than I do, but I think there was an intangible leadership that Derek Jeter had. But if you just want to talk numbers and baseball is a numbers game, I can't match you because Helton's it's disgraceful that Derek Jeter got in first ballot, setting a record margin, and it took Dot Helton until his sixth year to get in. I, that, I will not argue with you there. Like, and by the way, Andrew Jones should be in too, and he should be in over. He should have gotten in with a higher number than Derek I think Dale Murphy it. should be in. So if oh, we start should. comparing guys to guys, I'm not going to argue with you. But because Derek Jeter, like, I put Derek, myself in the minority and maybe throw myself into the lion's den. I would take Jeter to start a franchise over help. If I Dave, I think you are a victim of covering football too much. I, and this is what I mean by that with covering football and covering the 98 team where leadership had a huge role in Tennessee winning the national title. I don't think leadership's a big deal in baseball. It's such an individualistic sport. The only person who, the only person who's, who actually has to be somewhat of a leader is the catcher. Okay. Yeah, because they, no, and I well the pitcher too. He's got to control the tone of the game. No, the pitcher it, just focuses on him. The catcher has to focus on the pitcher and the and and and, and, and the entire infield almost. But the pitcher to have a calm demeanor. But not not to get caught up on that. You're you're a little bit younger than me, so I wanted to ask you this: How do you remember? And for those of you that Hooks Haven is a good one. Thank you, Carl. Um, for the brothel is still tough to be for those of you that may be a little bit younger. How do you remember Todd Helton as an athlete? Because <laughs> he basically was, uh, Ernie and Bernie to the baseball team. I talking to David Cutcliffe, there was no question. They thought he could play at the sec level in football. He did so because he loved it. We talk about, so, but he knew that it was going to be baseball. We talk about some of the most beloved balls of all time. With what Helton did, passing on the Padres in the second round in 1992, playing for Tennessee, saying, I want to play football too. When you know he wasn't going to be an NFL guy, and Heath Shuler kept him on the bench. And when he got an opportunity to play, and a Hall of Famer pushed him back to the bench. Man, I just think he's underrated the more research I've done as a beloved volunteer with people that are under the age of 40. Quite frankly, not to call you out. Trust me, I wish I was your age instead of mine. Well, I mean, it's again, you can't that it's hard to judge baseball players versus football stars. I mean, there's so you know, you kind of but who are the most have to, but who are the most beloved balls? Like football balls. Condridge because of what he did, right? Peyton Manning because of what he did. Those were the two. That Reggie got White. The, Reggie White uh, because he's an in-state guy. I mean, we're talking more than just production. Like, you can't just throw out, say, like an Eric Ainge and say he's one of the most beloved ever because of that. We're not just talking about or Casey Kloss, and he's not for some reason because he's from California. But, I mean, the top three should be Condridge because of 
what he was able to do in race relations. And I'm sure he was called a million things. And one of them started with N, I'm sure, during his time at Tennessee, which I absolutely hate. And you have Peyton Manning who came to Tennessee. So there's that extra of turning down Ole Miss, his dad's school. And he came back for his senior year. You have Reggie White, who's a local guy, in-state guy, and turned out to be one of the players that was the best ever in the NFL. So you have those intangibles. With Todd Helton, to me, he should want to be one of the most beloved football players because the way he mentored Peyton Manning and the fact that at the same time, his intangible is he made Tennessee baseball the most exciting it had ever been until, what, two years ago. Dave, you sold me. You sold me. Todd Helton was more valuable to Tennessee football's run in the 90s than Derek Jeter was to the Yankees World Series titles. I'm sold. I'm, I'm totally sold. Todd Helton meant more to Tennessee football's run in the 90s than Derek Jeter did to those Yankees World Series titles. Totally sold. Um, and I agree. I mean, and by the way, also, and here's the thing, with the College World Series that they went to in 95, who's going to debate that Todd Helton was the driving force for that College World Series team? Now, that doesn't always mean everything. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, he pitched, too. I don't know if, yeah. you, if you remember I actually that. I know that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he was it. I mean, I, yeah. I don't want to say that he put that team on his back, but he put that team on his back. Yeah, and he did. He carried them all the way. I think they were a game away from playing for it. And I mean, more than the only one who came, the only one who, who, the only one who came close was Chris Burke did kind of carry that 2001 Tennessee team. Remember that? I mean, Chris Burke single-handedly got them, but yes, Todd Helton absolutely even more so carried that Tennessee team to the college world series. And you're right. He did it all. I mean, borderline what he was borderline Monica Abbott, but for baseball, which is much harder to do than it is in softball because Monica Abbott literally was the only player on that team and got the lady balls one game away from winning the whole thing. But yeah, no, Todd Helton is, I, I'm not, look, I'll be honest. If Peyton Manning wasn't there, are we so sure that Todd Helton would not have been a good quarterback had he started at Tennessee? Well, he was eventually going to give it up for baseball. I talked no, to but about what that. if he chose to play quarterback instead and he became the starter? Are we, I mean, I, I could he have been an NFL caliber player? Yes. Because he had vision and he threw with, threw with his fingers, through the touch. Um, Kind of the opposite of Joe Milton. Um, to be real honest with you, but I always get accused of that. 